Welcome to the Mouse Life Podcast, episode 119. I'm Samantha, your host for this week's episode. Tonight, we're going to discuss the latest Disney news. John's going to go over some rumors that he's heard. And lastly, I'm going to recap some of my recent Disney shenanigans, as in the last few weeks, I've been to parks on both coasts. Tonight, I have my three amigos with me, John. Yellow. Jeff. Hello. And Shelby. Hey. And we're going to throw it over to Shelby for our quick round of news. I think we've only got a few things. Yeah, only a couple things because it was a big Star Wars week. Um, The Rose Walk Path in Epcot that connects Future World World West and the World Showcase Promenade is set to close for refurbishment starting June 4th. And it will go until August 29th. So it will be open for food and wine. And they're going to be widening the walkway to allow better guest flow. Isn't it funny how now they've shifted to closing things in the summer because that's the off season? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they want them open for the fall. <laughs> yeah. Especially Epcot. Yes. Yeah. Because there's nothing in Epcot at the moment. Mm-hmm. How long do we have know. a summer fest? Right. Wish you would. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably soon. <laughs> <laughs> but... More on that during the rumors. <laughs> right. I was so nice. <laughs> You know, but the thing is, is if we're going to have a summer Epcot Festival, the food booths need to stay open later than like 8 o'clock because it's too hot to eat during the day. Like, I need to start eating and drinking at like 6 It would almost make sense to have it an evening thing. Right. Because it's like, you know, even at 11 a.m., it's hot. It's like... Hell, it's it's hot hot at 11 p.m. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Yeah. They better all the ice cream booths and vodka slushies. Yeah, I'm all I'm down for the vodka slushies. Give me those. <laughs> and the uh, wine popsicles. Wine popsicles. Heck yeah, they can just have a bunch of wine popsicle carts. It'd be good. And they would make more revenue. I mean, it's nice to sample, you know, but you don't want to sample within a certain amount of time. You want to be able to go around and all day and sample. Yeah. Right. Okay. Then, sorry, and stamp printer. If anybody's a printer specialist, let me know. I can't set it up with my computer. All right. Um, the next news story is also with International Food and Wine. They have released, they're going to have um, some new bands for the Eat to the Beat concert series. For, so the Food and Wine is from August 29th to November 19th. And they're going, this year, they're going to have India is going to be making her debut. And Diet is the only one that they have. No, no. I, okay. Kenny well, G. He's going to be back. He was already there. You know. And so was Taylor Dane. <laughs> They've both already been there. Yeah, but but they released the dates that they're they're going to be there, I guess. This okay, weekend. so if you're a humongous Taylor Dane fan, she'll or be there on October 3rd and 4th. And a big Kenny G fan, October 14th and 15th. Yes. I got, no, I got nothing because... I got nothing. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sunday Brunch with the Chef is returning this year with uh, Jamie Dean on September 1st, Carla Hall on September 8th, Richard Bl- I can't Blias on September 22nd, Robert Irvine on September 29th, <gasps> and Graham Elliott on November 10th. I know, I just started rewatching um, Restaurant Impossible because oh. I brought it back. I'm a good see well, Robert Irvine in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I mean... They're inviting Jamie Jean. How come they're not inviting Paula Dean? Oh, really? 
She's busy in Myrtle really? Beach. Right. She's a restaurant uh, was, in Myrtle Beach. Was, they run her out of, was, what was it, Savannah? Did they Charles, run her out of town? Charles, Charles I was, run her out of town. Yeah. I was being sarcastic. I know. Uh, this year, a couple chefs are going to be making their uh, festival debut. Fabio Vivani, a Food Network star and cookbook author, Artie Sequara, and David Bertka. I really should not be doing news. Apparently, I can't read names. Um, <laughs> David is the husband of Neil Patrick Harris. So, David's going to be there October 13th. So, I will bet 50 bucks Neil Patrick Harris is going to be there October 13th also. So, uh-huh. definitely check that out because he's a big uh-huh. Disney fan. Yeah. Big Disney fan. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got for the new stuff. Riding the gondolas. Right? Just circling around. Uh, The next news story I have isn't, I mean, it's news, but Galaxy's Edge opened at Disneyland on Friday, so May 31st. (laughs) Yeah. So that's. Two great fanfare. Yeah. 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 And low crowds. Well, I think it's (laughs) not so much. Well, yeah, low crowds, but I think by design. Yeah, because right. of the reservation system. Right. Well, Which what was surprising as well was the park itself had very low weights. Yeah, I heard that too. People were like, there's like nobody here. And I think that's because the general public, you know, we're, we live in what I call the Disney bubble. Yeah. You know, we hear all the Disney news, all the Disney things. And so we know that there's a reservation system. We know that if you don't have a reservation, you're not getting into galaxy's edge. So I think a lot of people that maybe don't aren't local or don't know that may have tried to show up and saw the signs that said, if you do not have a reservations for galaxy's edge, you will not be admitted neither left or they just figured it wasn't worth going because it was going to be crowded. And so that Disneyland kind of won at its own game because it was such a controlled situation. I mean, if they would have done that with Pandora, with Toy Story, I mean, it, it's a total game changer. I don't understand they, why they're not. You, because it's impossible. It's easier to do it at Disneyland because they have three hotels, whereas Disney World has almost 30. Right, but they opened, they opened the reservations up to the public. It wasn't just hotels that got. Hotels were guaranteed. But they don't even have to guarantee – I mean, they can guarantee, like, you know, concierge-level guests a reservation or whatever. But other than that, I mean, just the reservation, you know, in general or just if you're you're attending between this day and this day, you're automatically assigned a time at check-in. I mean, it's it's genius. Like, I don't know. It's really good. There's just a lot fewer people there in general. Even on a busy day, Disneyland is a fraction of the people Disney World has on property. Well, I'm sure, And you're going to have a ton of really pissed off people if they're there and they can't get into Star Wars the whole time that they're there. And the majority, if you did that, you would have the majority, if someone was there for a week, there would be a decent chance they just simply would not be able to get in and they would be pissed. Well, I'm kind of kinking myself for not taking advantage of this for me and Cam. Because we're going in September, which we weren't planning on the Galaxy's Edge being open. But, you know, basically our options is get up at 4 in the morning and be there for the extra, extra magic hours at 6 a.m. I'm not getting up at 4 a.m. Why not? I'll be there for 6 a.m., but I'm not getting there for 6. I'm not getting up at 4 a.m. 
You better. Well, but no, this going to be an hour wait for the gondola. Well, yeah, you think about it. By the time you get up, get ready. I mean, food court won't be open that early, so I'm hoping they'll kind of do what they did at Restaurant Saurus when Pandora opened and offer some type of breakfast quick service option other than Woody's lunchbox because you can have one of those obscene looking sausages in a pita. Right. Yeah. But um, by the time you get on transportation and get in line to get in the park, you're going to have to get up at like 4.30. You're getting up at 4 to get there. Yeah. If you want to be there, if you want to be there, you're going to have to get up at 4. There's no question. Minivan. 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 I mean, I'm hoping, I mean, the gondolas won't really help us because we're staying at Wilderness Lodge in September, but um, yeah, I mean, I just, I'm hoping. I think, I think four o'clock. Yeah. I, I, well, it depends on how, like, I mean, I'm not a, a slow getter ready in the morning, but I mean, just getting up and like being alive that early. Oh, is I think of, just and, getting up, getting out of, getting dressed, getting out of the room and getting there to queue up with everybody else who got up at four in the morning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could technically be like, oh, well. Get up, be there at six, spend a couple hours at Galaxy's Edge, sleep for a couple, you know, go back, sleep for a couple hours, and then go about your day. But, I mean, we're going, we're going 18 days after it opens. I'm anxious to see how that's going to be. And I'm going in November, so unless they extend it, they won't have the extra, extra super magic early hours when I'm there. So Right. Well, and everyone in our group... Everyone in our group are super early risers, and they're also on the same time zone as Walt Disney World, so that doesn't help much, hey. because they're all like, oh, 6 a.m., magic hours, no problem. I'm like, hello, <laughs> that is a problem when it's 3 a.m. our time. We're getting up, but. Yeah, I get up at 4 for work, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, I'm usually up at 5.30, so. Cam's up between... 445 and 545. I get up at 8. I wake up at 7.30 and I say, oh crap, we're going to be late for school yet again. All right. (laughs) I drove him to school in my PJs the other day because I didn't have to get out of the car. So, yeah. Yeah. You're the kind of, you're on my level, Shelby. (laughs) I'll tell you what, all the stuff I've been watching, all the videos. Shelby's different. Shelby's a different. I'm a whole weirdo person at Disney World. I was going to say, Shelby's a whole different subject in Disney, so we can't Mm -hmm. even say that. Mm -hmm. I'm a nutter. Yeah. I told Evelyn today, I was like, you better start sleeping now, kid. You're going to need it. (laughs) You're going to be tired (laughs) in four days. She's like, I'll be fine. I'm like, okay. Okay. I've been watching all the videos of all the stuff there and all the stuff that I thought I would be easily to just skip, like the stupidly, re- ridiculously priced lightsaber building thing. Now I'm like, oh. See, I've already been told so I can't do the lightsaber thing. <laughs> I'm going to be spent. I just got eyes rolled at me, but I'll end up doing it probably. I'm going to have to start socking money away now. This is going to be an mm-hmm. expensive thing. Because, yeah, yeah. It all looks and the good. creatures. I want all the little all people. The all the little creatures. Know. Yeah. Sherry yeah. did go in and get one of the the ones that sits on your shoulder or whatever. Oh, nice. Yeah, there I saw a couple people with them on their shoulders. Yeah, I the next day, and I was like, "Oh, you want to spin at the media event? Oh, yeah, yeah, we were there." Yeah, there's no. So they're they're seventy five dollars. Are they? Yep. Oh, 
That's $150 on that. I'm on a beer flight. Yep. Oh, my God. Okay. Yep. I have to sock my like You okay points. there, Jeff? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm pretty extra. Like, I can, I can justify just about anything that I really want price rise. But are you ever going to use that thing at home? I mean, that's $75 nope. to sit on your shoulder for like. Oh, no. That at home? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll walk around the kitchen cooking with it on my shoulder, talking to people. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'll have because that's all me. Yeah. Now, the $200 lightsaber, I'll probably never touch again, but I'll probably want to get it anyway. I thought that it's would be ridiculous. just to say that you have it. Oh, just the experience of doing it. I, Everybody I looks know. so happy. The little videos of the people in there doing it, and they all look very happy. Jeff, you're not telling me anything different. I know. <laughs> I already told Lisa I'm going to have an emotional breakdown in the queue for uh, Smuggler's Run. I'm not going to be able to handle that. I I'm like I cried at the Chewbacca meet and greet, so that's all it's going to be. It's just that's just how it's going to happen. Well, he's so stinking cute. Yeah, well, that's my childhood. That's like the first real movie I was like a big fan of. I mean, I was like six when we saw it, and it was it was like changed everything. And we like to actually walk through that is going to be kind it really looks like you're going to be like you're walking through it. I don't know. It's going to be. I, I'm on. It's amazing. Yeah. I've already gotten chills from just yeah, watching, just watching the, videos. the stupid videos. Yeah. <sighs> oh, well. Um, then a damn hotel any... opens in 2021. Then I'm in real trouble. Right. <laughs> what opens? Wait, what opens in 2021? The hotel. Oh, that was actually my husband. Okay. I, he. I'm going to publicly rat him out. So he's always like, why? He Like, I was eating Samantha. And it's like, we've talked about this. He will not stay at a moderate or a deluxe. Never. Mm-mm. We're not in the room. There's no point. Because you're never we in the room. bed in the shower. Yeah. We're always at the parks. Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk about us. that. We're going to talk about that during my shenanigan talk. Uh-huh. So remind me of that. Okay. He said to me, when I told him about that hotel, he's like, I don't care what it costs. We're staying there. <laughs> Go peek. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, no, I mean, he'll sports, he'll all star sports it for like ever. You know, so he does yeah. not care. No, I want, I don't care. Well, but that, he was like, no, we're doing that. To give you an I'm idea like, of, right. the, of the appeal of this, Lisa explained to my mom what it was and, you know, what with the whole deal of it. Yeah, this is a 70 year old woman. She's like, oh, yeah, we're going there. That's a yeah. call. Yeah, she's 70. And yeah, she's in. I mean, I would go for Cam. If Cam really wanted to go, I would go. But other than that, I have no interest in it. Not even a little bit? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not even a little bit? (laughs) Come on. Nope. Maybe I need to, like, see some reviews before I just, nope. Well, maybe you'll go to the land and be, like, mesmerized by it, and then you'll want to go to the hotel. Because then you can, like, live in land. Star Wars. Um, I actually... To me, it's a very confusing story. I'm constantly playing catch-up, I feel like, so I think that's why. (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? Constantly. But I I like Star Wars. It's such an expansive... Right. Like, there's just so many, like, things. To me, it's all nostalgia. Anything beyond the first three movies is just gravy to me, and I'm not real concerned about it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll do it. I'll watch it. I'll go see it all. But I'm just like, it's all nostalgia for that, for those early ones. And it's going <laughs> to be like walking into six-year-old Jeff's like, like greatest dream. And I, I'm not going to be able to re- retain my composure. I'll tell you all right now. It's going to be ugly. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, Shelby, are we done with news? 
Oh, yeah. There wasn't okay. anything this week except for Galaxy's Edge, really. Okay, and perfect. The walkway came in today. <laughs> yeah. John, what what do we got rumors-wise? Well, well, I'll start off with the what Disney announced this week in regards to Epcot. Uh, so there was some rumors that went out around this week that were pretty controversial. <laughs> um, one being uh, Walt Disney World News today announcing that it's possibility or rumor that both the land and sea pavilions would be bulldozed with the exception of Soren. They got raked over the coals for that one. But they did confirm today that that was not the case. Disney, yeah. Disney, Disney said it, it today. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, I mean, they're going to, obviously they're going to say, they're not going to announce something that's pre-announced. They're not going to confirm it right on the spot. No, but also, devil's advocate, they also said this could happen at some time in the future. Well, nope, Sherlock. It could happen 50 years from now. Like, it's not like it's like... Right. Okay, you got it right. Yeah, good going. No, it's 2070. <laughs> I don't... Uh, as much as I, I hate to say it, I don't know how long they could justify the expense of something like Living Seas. I remember when it was bigger. I wish it would, you know... Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot. That's got to be a fortune to run. And I don't know that anybody is going to Epcot so that they can go to Living Seas. Right. And they've got to justify that, that money that's being spent on that thing. Living with land is probably not cheap either, but, but just the expense of keeping up that living, uh, the Living Seas is I, – I was not surprised. And it, this didn't sound like an out-of-the-off-the-wall rumor to me. I know. And people were like, oh, my God, it's uh-huh. the world. Just like anything else, when they announce that something is is you know changing, yeah, but this changing. One, I wouldn't like it, but I can't. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Uh, so anyway, so they came out with the literally the day after that was announced uh, that that uh, Walt Disney World News today came out with that they came out with um, a little announcement on the park and what they're going to look forward to because they're going to announce stuff at the D23 Expo in 2009 uh, in August. Um, so the park's core reimagined. You've already heard about the transformation taking place just inside the park's entrance. Where we'll be enhancing the areas with lush green spaces and classic touches. At the Expo, we'll share more about What's coming to the core of the park on the opposite side of Spaceship Earth? New areas will be flanking the iconic attraction, and we can't wait to share the details with you. They are waiting. They are waiting. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's a lie. A new but classic look to match our offerings. Longtime fans of Epcot are familiar with the pavilion icons like the ones you, well, you see here for Imagination, the Land and the Seas with Nemo and Friends. With new experiences like the previously announced Playtheme Pavilion joining these Epcot staples, you don't don't you think some new icons to match more will be filled at the expo? And more about what makes Epcot Epcot. Remember all those moons ago when they had the when they first announced that they were going to do all these changes to Epcot where they said they were gonna make more Epcot Epcot? Yeah, more Epcot, more Disney, and more I don't know, something else. Family. Family, that's right. <laughs> um, 
Epcot is special for a lot of reasons, as one of Walt's final projects is an exclusive part of the Walt Disney World Resort and is home to millions of memories from generations of guests. As we charge ahead with the park's evolution to the architects of Epcot's future are working to preserve all the elements to that make this park so special while also evolving it to be more Disney, more family, more relevant, and more timeless. At the, Expo, at the Expo, you'll hear more about experience that are uniquely Epcot. For example, the updated films coming to the Future World and World Showcase, as well as new dining experience and being added to the menu of the Foodie Park. Foodie Park. I can only imagine that there's going to be another festival probably being announced. Oh, yeah. It does sort of sound like that, doesn't it? Epcot's year-long food festival. There you go. I fixed it. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man, the foodie park. The foodie park. I mean, the, even when they answered, um, I don't even know who it was, when they, they were, when they, they were, the people were crying about the land and, and the sea, they said something about festivals. And I'm like, oh, there you go. <laughs> They're doing something with a new festival, probably. Yeah, they'll have a summer festival. There it is. Oh, well. I don't, I don't have a problem with that at all. I, I don't have a problem with festivals. Festival I mean, away. I like the festivals. Heck yeah! I, I mean, Flower and Garden is nice. I love food and wine. I've never been to the Art Fest, Festival of the Arts, so I don't know what that's like. I haven't either. <laughs> Sounds splendid. Yeah. So what can we? What kind of theme? Maybe we could come up with a show. Guess what? That's kind what we of need to do. We need festival. to armchair Imagineer their new festival. <laughs> or I'm chair imagineer what's coming out on D20, like what we think they're going to oh, D23 yeah. together. But we need to do closer. a show just, we need to come up with the next Epcot festival. Everybody come up with their own new Epcot festival. That needs to be a show. That would be great. It would be. Yes. Oh, that'd be fun. I don't know what we could think, what, what kind of festival we could think of. Oh, and then the other, one more, one more. <laughs> give me a minute. <laughs> Just give me a bit. One more rumor. Um, they also, Walt Disney World News today also uh, made a rumor in saying that the wave would become an incredible steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Which at the contemporary? At the contemporary, which sounds interesting. I mean, we had steakhouse. we have we have uh, the Snow White now at where. For Artist Point, so yeah, we're getting Beauty and the Beast themed at a uh, Grand Floridian. Yep. Oh. So you know, yeah, they've all got to have it's their not own. As, it's not as outlandish. They've all got to have their own movie thing. And, hmm. and Polynesian has Lilo and Stitch. You know, when I think Steakhouse, I think Incredibles. Yeah. Why? I was thinking well, they could I go mean, the other way and do Bambi. <laughs> or venison. Venison. <laughs> yeah. What did what did they say? That it was it was hilarious. Hold on, let me just scroll down because this was great. And now in the words of Frozone, "Where's my super steak? Where's my super steak? They need to have Frozone super steak. That'd be great. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You do There's that. a um, a pizza place here. It's only one, and it's called Woody's Pizza. And I always said, like, do they have the Woody special? <laughs> like, so they need to have, so they could do, you know, the Frozen special. You gotta special. be careful with anything Woody themed. 
You do. Yeah. You could do the Frozone really. special. You could do, you know, Ooh. Jack, Jack, Attack, Snack, App, Thing. I don't know. Jack, Jack, Bird. Attack, App? Like you said. Where's a Jack of all trades? So it could be a Jack of all appetizers, like buffalo wings, spinach. Oh, be like, be like the, the poo-poo platter. <laughs> Very yeah. creative today. It, that, that one, this one, I mean, people were, 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 this is another thing, just because, you know, they they had the, literally the day before they 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 talked about this rumor, they they did the bulldozing of of the land and the sea, and the people were like, oh yeah. And you know what? People complain about Walt Disney World News today, but they're a lot of, right on a lot of stuff. So I can't. You can't you discount can't, it. Yeah, yeah. You can't discount it. Anything is possible. We, we've heard more crazy rumors in the past three years or yeah. four years. It does not shock me at all if something like that would happen. Yeah. So, you kind know. Of, some of it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But that's all I got for rumors. Okay. Well, next up on our agenda, is I'm hosting and I'm also talking. Introduce yourself, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm... <laughs> Hi, I'm Sam, and I have a Disney problem. <laughs> Hi, so, Sam. Hi, Sam. So for those of you, I didn't do a whole lot of tweeting. I usually do when I'm on trips, but I did not. Um, for those of you who maybe haven't listened to the last few shows, or have, or whatever. Um, my boyfriend Cam and I are getting ready to celebrate our two-year anniversary, and so we went to Walt Disney World a few weeks early um, to celebrate. And so, and then while I was in Disney, I was given the incredible opportunity to say yes to my agency owner, Sherry, who is also Shelby's agency owner with Fairytale Concierge to meet her out in Anaheim, California, while she attended the media event for Galaxy's Edge. So I went on my Florida trip and turned around and got home on Saturday night. And then the following Monday, so like 10 days later, I left for Disneyland. So needless to say, I didn't even unpack. <laughs> I just washed my clothes, grabbed my ears, and left. Um, so Cam and I stayed at the Polynesian resort um we rented dvc points which is a little bit different made it a little bit more affordable um i think overall for four nights at the polynesian i paid like thirteen hundred dollars so that didn't suck that's cool Um, did it work out did it work out fine as far as renting the points was it a hassle at all yeah no so i'm on this facebook group um for renting and points you know, for sellers and renters or, you know, owners and people who want to rent, I guess. And, um, you know, it, it's just a lot, like, honestly, it's a lot of faith, <laughs> you know, of knowing, um, you know, asking for references, kind of watching the page. So I I kind of looked into it. I knew when we went to Disney with just me and Cam after staying at the Disneyland Resort in August, which we really, we loved. We wanted to stay like at a deluxe this time just to try it. And I've always wanted to stay at the Polynesian, but there was like no way in hell we could afford it. So, um, I, you know, our dates were kind of flexible between like the 1st of May through Memorial Day. And so I had made a reservation through Disney just to have something back up so that, you know, if you're going to rent DVC points, I always recommend one, you have some type of Disney reservation as a backup because if something were to fall through or you can't find what you need, you know, you have somewhere to stay. 
Um, and basically what happens is you can either like say like, Hey, I'm looking for these days. This is what I'm looking to pay. I mean, there's all sorts of ways to do it. But what I did was I used a third party website, um, and just kept monitoring it and just saw that there was two nights together at the Polynesian. And I was like, cool. So we'll take those and stay somewhere else. Well, I ended up posting if any, I wanted to stay at beach club for two nights. Well, this girl named Allison on the group who they, she told me they own like 500 or 600, maybe more points of DVC. Like they own between her and her mom, they own like a crap ton. And so she rents out a lot of them and, um, and they said they've been owners for like 15 or 20 years. So they bought back when the points were like $10 a point, And now she's selling reservations at 15, $16 a point. So, which is less than what it's really worth. But um, anywho, she's like, well, I have a reservation at the Polynesian from the 14th to the 16th, and we already had one from the 16th to the 18th, and I was, like, sold. So I think I think altogether with the dining plan, I ended up paying, like, 1900 or something for both reservations, which that was without our tickets. <laughs> that didn't suck at all. Yeah. Um, however... We will not be back to a deluxe resort. I know. <gasps> All the the gasps. And the reason why is because of what Shelby said, that Pete said, is we didn't see the value in it. I know. Crazy. You guys are so shocked you can't speak. <laughs> Just because you were never there. Well, I mean, we spent a lot more time at the resort than what we normally do. So we the studios are set up a little bit different than, like, a typical hotel room. You walk in, there's a, a bathroom with a sink and a toilet and a shower tub combo. And there's, like, a little kitchenette that had, like, a mini fridge, a toaster, a full coffee pot, like, a actual coffee pot, and then a microwave. And then, like, paper plates, you know, things. But we never used any of that because we had the dining plan. Yeah. But this particular studio also has a second bathroom that has a sink and a standing shower. So it's like you have one and a half baths, which we didn't really need. Um, but that's just how the studio, the DVC studios are. And then it has a queen bed and a pullout couch and then also a trundle bed. So it typically, it technically sleeps five, five people, yep. but you could, you could get away with sleeping. Like if you had like a two year old that was getting ready to turn three, and another small child, you could fit that, I think, on, I think the couch pulls out, but we didn't try. I don't know if the couch just flips into a twin bed or not. I can't remember. Um, or if it's an actual pull-out couch. But the quality of the bed was the exact same as Pop Century, as the new refurb. Re- refurb room. And we, we liked having, this is the thing that we liked about the Polynesian. It was quieter, which Cam likes. Um, we loved having the monorail. If I could put Pop Century on a monorail, I would be, like, the happiest person ever. Well, it's kind of um, almost is going to be. Right, because of the Skyliner. Yeah. And then, um, we, so we liked the bar, and, um, we liked the monorail. It, what we didn't like was I kept getting lost <laughs> at the resort because there's not a whole lot of signage. And so, like, late at night, one night when Kim was asleep, Captain Cook's is open 24 hours, which is nice because you can even buy snacks 24 hours, and you can fill up your soda mug, you know, all the time. And Captain Cook's but, is awesome. 
I love Captain Cook's is one my, of the one best. One of my favorite quick right. services ever. Yeah. Yeah, and Cam had the Tonga toast and he really liked it. Um, but I got lost. I'm very directionally challenged when I'm in an unfamiliar place. I ended up having to use like my literally my Google Maps to get back because it was like pitch black, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, this is ridiculous." But we just didn't. Even though we spent more time in our room, you know, napping and kind of hanging out than we normally do, we never sat on the patio. You know, we never did use the the shower tub combo because we liked the stand up shower. It was a rain shower, so we did like that. Yeah. But you know, Pop Century has almost those exact same shower heads now. So I mean, I get I get why people stay there. I you know I think it's definitely a rite of passage. But I'm a picky eater. And I liked Captain Cook's, but, like, I like being able to go into the food court and grab pasta or pizza or, you know, whatever. And it's a very limited menu. I mean, there's, like, four options on the adult menu and four options on the kid menu. And then there's room service. So I understand. All of you people listening, please don't, like, boo me from the stands. But, um, right. It just, wasn't, it, just, it just wasn't for us. I mean, it, you know, or I'm overly joyed to go back to Art of Animation with the kids in August. I mean, that's just kind of, but I grew up going to Value Resort. You know, there are a lot that's of people that I know who grew up, yeah, who grew up staying at the t- Contemporary in the Polynesian and they wouldn't do it any other way. But to me, you know, let, let what, me just put this in perspective. Right. So, well, we're staying at, wilderness lodge in september with in a villa with a group of people and that's fine whatever like i'm not gonna bail on them just to go stay at a value resort but so any of you guys know i have like super bad anxiety and anything that is like not that i don't know is some things that are unexpected really like set me off like freak me out well i'm like terrified of the dark (laughs) don't ask me why 27 years old i'm terrified of the dark and I, I'm laying in bed, I'm sleeping one night, and I'm a super light sleeper, and I have the TV oh, on, and I'm watching, I'm watching TV. I text Shelby immediately, and I was like, oh, my God, what, this is what happened. Um, uh, I had the, the cartoon channel on, and all of a sudden, I hear this sound, and I wake up, it like startles me awake, and everything is completely dead, silent, still, and pitch black. <laughs> So I turn my flashlight on my phone, I'm stumbling around, and I look outside, and it's pitch black. Yeah. And I'm like, was there a storm? Like, I'm getting on my phone, I'm, I'm checking for, like, an email alert from the resort, nothing. It's humid and hot, <laughs> even at night. So about 30 minutes after, I'm just laying in bed, like, do I call the front desk? Go to call the front desk, the phone doesn't work because the power's off, <laughs> you know? like zombie apocalypse right i'm like what, <laughs> what, the, what the hell well you think like at a, Disney a good place resort, for it. Yeah, it is. right that there would be some kind of like generator or something if yeah. they lost power at least like an emergency one and cam wakes up and he's like it's everything hot in here <laughs> <laughs> Are you, gonna, you can use this story jeff i don't i mean i'm cleaning up the language died. a little bit but um and I'm like, yeah, we don't have any power, and I'm kind of freaking out about it. And he's like, okay, that's weird. So I call the front desk, and they're like, hi, Miss Sullivan, how can we help you? And I'm like, um, well, you know, we're in, I think it was like 2012 or 3012 or something. Um, we don't have any power. 
Oh, yeah. Um, it's scheduled maintenance. Um, you'll be without power for approximately two to two and a half hours, possibly up to four hours, but we'll have it on as soon as we can. Um, okay, well, it's been like an hour and a half, and it's hot. And they were like, oh, did nobody bring you a battery-operated fan? Oh, no. No battery-operated power pack? Well, they didn't tell you anything. Nope. Did no one inform you that you aren't going to have power tonight? Nope. <laughs> we got no notification. No, like, so apparently, as people were checking in, they were asking them if they wanted a battery pack or a battery-operated fan. Oh. We didn't get any of that. So... Instantly, I'm, like, infuriated because I've had a panic attack <laughs> because I'm in the dark. It's 100 freaking degrees in our room. It was literally 84 in our room when the electricity came back on. It came back on. It was supposed to be on no later than 4 a.m. It finally came back on at 4.40 because I was awake. So then, because they have record of me calling in the middle of the night, they call me and wake me up at 7 a.m. <laughs> it was Oh, God. To ask you if everything's all right. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, I appreciate ended, the thought and all that, but oh my god. Yeah, they ended up refunding one night of our stay, which was very generous of them. Because I was like, I, I literally told the guy, I was like, look, do you have a room at Pop Century? Like, just refund our money for the other three nights. And Like, this is, no, we're not doing this. And the guy was like, no, like, let's just, you know, take a deep breath. And then the Ohana thing. Oh, we didn't like Ohana. We don't get the hype. You didn't like Ohana. I didn't like it last time. We're actually, oh no, we are going to try to do it in December. But that was like Ohana's last where it's at. Yeah, we we ate at Ohana and I was like super excited and I was like, oh. Yeah, we didn't like, like it last that was, time. Which we did have a weird, like this was the trip, like I feel like anytime I travel it's like the, the weird, weird things happen to me. But our server decided to tell us that, um, that she got stiffed and that the other tables that she had would have to just make up for it because she has to pay out of pocket for that and as a service provider like oh, there are certain don't things say that to people there it was it was a very strange situation and then you know anyway so yeah well polynesian just wasn't for us so we we did it we spent the money you know maybe we would have been happier at a different deluxe resort but just we went to Beach Club. We went to Beaches and Cream, which we loved. Yes. Um, the Yay. grilled cheese and tomato soup is out of this world. Um, but when we went into the lobby, Cam looked at me and he was like, we're, we can't stay here because we're not these kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're that, just, was, that was us walking we're, around the Grand Floridian. Lisa and I were yeah. like, these yeah. aren't our people. We can't know. Yeah, these aren't our people. Which like, was and funny because Animal just, Kingdom Lodge isn't like that. Yeah, maybe we need to try uh, – um, like. Maybe Animal Kingdom or, you know, we're going to try Wilderness Lodge, but maybe something that's a little less, I don't know. I thought the Polynesian would be the less stuffy. It is less stuffy than some of the other ones. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. then, you know, the lava pool where the, the really cool pool is, was closed two of the days that we were there. And that's, that's one of the main reasons why we spent the money to stay at the Polynesian was because of the pool. So, I mean, it just, it just didn't hit a home run, but. Um, we didn't go to a water park as we planned. We ended up sleeping in because that was the day that um, we lost power and then got woken up. And anywho, see, so 
We got there on Tuesday. We, went, we just, like, hung out. Oh, we did The Void, which we really liked. Um, we did the Star Wars version, and Cam really enjoyed that. I was too little for the helmet. It was, like, just okay, because I could only see half of it. <laughs> they made it as they made it as tight as they could. I wonder um, why they didn't give you a kid one. I don't know. I asked him if there was, a, like, a youth-sized helmet, and he was there like, oh, I don't... You'd be fine, you know. Yeah, because they're, they're my kids did it, so. Yeah. Maybe I just have a little head. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they also paired us with people that we didn't know, which didn't yeah. seem like too big of a deal until you had to, like, work together. Yeah. And they didn't yeah. speak English. And so oh. we, we couldn't. And they had already done it because the dad said, oh, we've already done this. He did say that. But, like. So they knew the storyline, and so they were all just going to it through and doing everything. It just, I don't know. Like, it it was really cool, and Cam's like, I would definitely do it again with people that we knew. Um, and then we just, like, went to the resort. We ate at Ohana, and then we just kind of went to bed. We retired. But um, Wednesday, we went to Epcot. We spent all day at Epcot, and we did Flower and Garden. I'm trying to think if anything significant happened. Is that when you drank around the world? Yep, we drank yeah. the world. Okay. So, um, we wore shirts that said, I wear the ears and I buy the beers. Mm-hmm. And we got so much, like, positive, like, commentary from that. Like, people nice. loved it. I mean, constantly, they're like, I'm going where he's going, you know. And just, <laughs> like, you know, people be like, oh, you have to try this. So, let me see if I can find my list. So, we started in Mexico. And we had, we went to La Cava. What's the place inside the pavilion? Oh, La Cava Tequila? Yeah, La Cava Tequila. And we had the mango something margarita. Nice. In a couple of weeks. So that was good. And then from there, I stopped in Norway. I didn't get a drink, but I got this lemon cheesecake that was rainbow. Each layer was a different color. So it was like pink, yellow, teal, purple. It's the prettiest dessert I've ever seen. Yeah, it was really cool. Cam got a beer, and then we stopped at Germany. He got a beer. I got some cheese pretzel roll, which was amazing. I got it last year. And then we stopped at um, China, and I was super sad because the cotton candy guy wasn't out doing cotton candy that day. And that's like, the one thing I wanted was that flower, that, the flower cotton candy. You, they, they wait like an hour in line for that. Yeah, so we went back on Saturday. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> We went back on Saturday, and I went to get cotton candy, and there was, like, 12 people in line, and the lady's like, from this point right here, you're looking at waiting 45 minutes. And I was like, I'm not waiting 45 minutes for cotton candy. Like, Yeah, that's how I feel. It doesn't yeah. taste any different. Mm-hmm. It just right. is pretty. It's just like, pretty. It's, it's just pretty. melting two seconds fast. Right. So I was like, yeah, I'm good. Let's see here. Oh, I lost Cam in Germany for a while. Um, How'd you? What? Oh, Is that Italy! That I know. No, I had a peach the I had a peach. <laughs> yeah, it was rough there you guys for a are second. Funny. <laughs> see what I picture is. I picture him just like walking around going, "This is so great." This is like so with a beer in his hand. Upa, upa. Watching the so, clock for like an hour, just like going around. Wait for we Doofus Burst pe- to come back out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got a peach bellini, which was really good. And then I spotted across the way cart for the wine popsicles. Yeah. And I, like, 
walked on over there. See, I was like, you already have a drink. So I had a peach bellini and a wine popsicle, and I don't think I've ever been as happy in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) But the the sparkling strawberry wine popsicle is excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. John, it's not not a food and wine. You said Veronica drinks, right? Yes. When you guys go for your mini moon, you have to stop at this cart and get her a popsicle. She will love it. <laughs> okay. It's it's not and it's you can probably like try it. It's it's not high concentration of alcohol at all. It's just really like crisp and good. But I'm gonna probably have to explain that. to the kids in August how they can't have any because it's alcohol. Part of me wants to troll somebody and let them have just a lick of it and then when they're like, Oh my god, that has alcohol and they'd be like, What? Nobody told me no. <laughs> the type of person I am. But, um, and then, oh, we stopped at the American Pavilion and we had the brisket slider and that thing is not freaking barbecue. So stop trying to say it is. It's not, it's terrible. That thing was awful. Cam got some baby beer from one of the carts there. Baby beer? Yeah. It was like two drinks big. Cam was like, this is a beer. This is not a beer. He got a cure light from Japan. He's said it tasted like what a, what he thought a Japanese Bud Light would taste like. Yeah, pretty much. And I think that's, I think I lost part of my list or got drunk and didn't care to write the rest of the stuff down. I can't tell at the moment. But, oh, I had a Dole Whip margarita at the nice. resort. That was good. Lime Dole Whip. Yeah, and really the only other, oh, but yeah, Cam got drunk and started saying, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. We're having so much fun. This is so great. We're having so much fun. He's, like, stumbling around Epcot. People are, like, staring because he's stumbling, saying, we're having so much fun. This is great. And then some girl tried to hit on him. I was sitting on a bench while he went to the bathroom, and he was trying to find me, and I was, like, trying to be funny. And this girl, like, went up to him and was like, so if you buy the beers, are you going to buy me a beer? And I was, like, he, like, was drunk and was like, sure. Like, Cam is, like, the most innocent guy on the planet. He has no like, idea. He has no idea. <laughs> And I was like, babe. And she looks at me and she goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at him and I was like, are you serious? And she goes, he goes, well, I mean, sometimes you just have to buy people beers to be nice. I was like, we don't buy people beers, especially girls at Epcot. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. um, but, yeah. So, and then the next day, the most mem- the most, the most, the best thing we did the entire trip, Magic Kingdom after hours event. Hands down, worth the money. Do not hesitate. Do not pass go. Collect your $200, buy your ticket, and go back. <laughs> like, seriously. We, it had, Mind Train had a 30-minute posted wait, and I was like, no, not doing that. Nope, not doing it. Cam's like, come on. And so it's like, he's like, it's not that long. 30 minutes will go by fast. And so I got in line. We walked straight on the, the coaster. It's like half the dust <laughs> when we went. We went. Yeah. We we saved it for very last because we figured That's thirty minute wait. Then we'll just you know, it'll extend our stay in there, you know. But we walked right onto it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we wondered Peter if it was Pan, like that all night. Peter Pan, we walked right on. Like we physically did not like. We just like walked right on. Um, we didn't ride. It's a small world. I, we did ride Haunted Mansion. Which I always thought the stretching room in Walt Disney World was an elevator. It is not. It's only no. an elevator. At in land. At land. 
because uh, we walked right past it. Same thing with Tower of Terror. Uh, walked right past into uh, Tower of Terror's library, and the door was open. And I was like, I thought this was an elevator. Nope, sure not. Huh. Um, Wait, it's not an elevator in Disney It's World? not an elevator. Nope. What? Nope. You, I okay. Because remember, you were like, I was so, I was ter- I was terrified when you got me on this damn ride. Terrified. And I, that, we were in that room, and you were in the library, and you're like, it's an elevator. We just went up. And I was like, okay. Like, I had no idea. Like, I was, I, I hook, line, and sinker. All I right. remember like, being a little girl and being told that that was an elevator. But my whole world, I, like, literally got in the library, and they were like, go ahead and walk on through. And I was like, <laughs> what? And I looked at Cam, and I made this face like I learned something new oh so like both because, doors were open and you just, it's just a hallway yep, just walked right through yeah oh, just walked right through the like we have to stop and watch the pre-show right neither I assumed it was you know I was always told it was a, it was an elevator yeah. so, so wait, yeah for Haunted Mansion that's not an elevator nope. not at World no only since at when? only since forever land is because they had to go under the railroad track that's what i was told and then yeah but world's always just been it's a room it's just you, it's you, just, you never yeah and com- oh, never mind compart- i'm not gonna tell you my tip i'll tell you my tip we never ever air it for that okay. room go ahead we'll I, wait till the end my mind is okay. blown right now i know like it like i felt like i like was in on this disney secret but yeah it was the craziest thing but that's the thing about disney after hours is they don't have to stop the flow of traffic so you just, like, walk on through the pre-shows. Like, you don't have to, like, sit and wait for things to, you know. Anywho, so Cam dropped me off to get the princesses. I lost him in Magic Kingdom. There's a Snapchat video of me <laughs> saying, where world is Cam? Because, you know, trying to be punny. Um, because I couldn't find him. So, I, you know, there's popcorn carts everywhere, which is kind of nice. Um, he drops me off to meet Cinderella, and I... Done in like 15 minutes or less. So he literally drops you off? <laughs> yeah, he like was like, okay, you do that. I'm not going in with you. And I, he's like, I was like, what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to get us a soda and some popcorn. Okay. So I'm like standing out there and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And like five or six minutes goes by and I'm like, Cam, hello, where are you? So he's just chatting and he like pops up with popcorn and he went all the way to the front of the park. Because he oh my see gosh. the popcorn stand right behind us. Oh, God. I'm like, oh, my, over by Pinocchio's. But we never oh, really, yeah. like, so, yeah. we never really laid it in line for anything. So like when it we was... were there, the lines for the popcorn and ice cream were longer than the lines for the rides. We only That's got right. ice cream um, once because there was, like, a 10-minute wait for every food stand. I think that they have added more okay. carts, that would make maybe. Sense. Because there were two on Main Street, at least one in Tomorrowland that I saw. I'm trying to, you know, it was almost a month ago, so I'm trying to think of what what we actually rode. We rode Peter Pan, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Splash Mountain, and Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, we did the five rides in like 45 minutes. Like, it was like boom, boom, boom. And we were talking to other people around us, like, all of us were just like, this is amazing. I mean... It's not a full day at the parks, but we did more in three hours of what we would have done at any park, you know, during the day. It was just, I don't know, it was incredible. Like, I would, Cam oh, totally hands down agrees and says he would do it again in a heartbeat. So, the next day, we actually did buy tickets to Hollywood Studios after hours. It was fun, and we did have shorter waits. <laughs> However, 
there's not as much value there because there's not as many rides. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. not as much to do. So mm-hmm. we left it. It was from nine thirty to twelve thirty. We left at eleven twenty because we were we rode Star Tours. We had food at Woody's Lunchbox was surprisingly open, so we got some tachos. We rode Slinky Dog. We rode. Toy Story Mania, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror. You know, we rode all, we literally rode everything except Alien Swirling Saucers because it's the dumbest ride on the planet. Whoa. Yeah, that's fight words right there. I can't, I'm like, why? Why is this a thing? Like, Shelby and I went on it, I think, and we were both like, what? (laughs) What Uh is this? Like, what what are we experiencing right now? We're just, like, literally in a circle listening to You've Got a Friend in Me instrumental. But anyway... Um, and then we, uh-huh. yeah, um, and then we had the flight delay home from hell, but that's a whole different story. Um, but yeah, we had a really good time. I mean, it was definitely like way more chill. We took lots of naps, but I didn't feel like we wasted our time because like we kind of got both got what we wanted, like a little bit of chill time, a little bit of park time. So it was good. But we went to Epcot on Saturday and became annual pass holders. So we were both annual <laughs> pass holders, much to Cam's dismay. Because by the time I did one day at Epcot, three days with the kids in August, and three days in September, it made way more sense just an annual pass. So yeah. and so my pass is good until May. If anybody wants to go, um, but turn around, went to land, and um, we stay. So I met my agency owner and more importantly my friend sherry and her daughter emma and we stayed at paradise pier hotel we stayed at club level so that was my first club level experience the only thing i really loved about club level was they had these beignets for breakfast that had Mm. nutella in them nice they were out of this world good never honestly every time we went to concierge they were on the like in the lounge, they were on the phone. They never really offered any assistance to us. Um, we did rent Sweet Home Alabama, which was kind of nice. Um, it was comical. We checked in, dropped our stuff at the room, had this beautiful view of Pixar Pier. Um, we actually watched World of Color from our room. And we go up, we see, like, the lunch offerings, which were just, like, petite little sandwiches and chips. And they had, like, a nacho, like chips with nacho cheese they had like pico and sour cream and guacamole like to kind of but like no meat or anything and then they switched over to dinner which was just okay and then we're like oh well, we'll go get our tickets for tomorrow and then we'll come back and get dessert hours so we come in for dessert hour at like 7 30 and it started at 7 and the only thing that they had put out extra for dessert was like little like macaroons or whatever yeah. they're called macarons it was very strange and we were uh, like yeah it's not- like putting out anything else like i thought that they'd have like fruit or chocolate covered strawberries and you know cupcakes give me a cookie people they did have cookies out but the cookies were out all day like that yeah well then no 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 no. fresh cookies yeah fresh cookies yeah it was and seriously they produce cupcakes like never seen a cupcake fairy dust yeah yeah it's like no big deal so that was i don't know if that was just like a fluke we didn't make it back there for dessert hour another night, but it was just, it was kind of strange. And we were like, do you guys have like ice cream bars or like anything, you know? And the other thing that I liked about Club Oval was, you know, there was juice boxes and soda and Uncrustables. And so if you asked, they would give you an Uncrustable in a package so you could take them to the park. So it's kind of, I mean, if you're That's like, nice. 
if you have little ones or like why eaters want something to eat, like snack on, like I took a couple sodas into the park. So I'd have to pay for a drink at the park. Um, they are hundred percent paper straws in Disneyland. I don't want to talk about it. It's scarred for life. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> so we stayed here for two nights and then we went over to Disneyland hotel and checked in for the media event. And we got these really cool galaxy's edge room keys that were exclusive to the event so if you were staying with the event, you got the room key, and there wasn't really anything special about our room. But, yeah, there's just, I don't know, I really love the ambiance of land. Uh-huh. Like, there's just something quaint and sweet and different about land than there is world. Like, world's very, like, encapsulating and land is very, like, spontaneous, and, you know, there's not a whole lot of planning ahead of time. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just it's just different. But if somebody told me they only, you know, like, hey, let's go somewhere. Let's go to a Disney location for two days. I'd pick land. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. 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 We saw they have Phantasmic Doubt, you know. So, I don't know. It was just a really good girl's trip, like. Good. I didn't really get to see anything about Galaxy's Edge. I mean, I got to see everyone's reactions, which was really cool. As they were coming out, you know, people were yeah. like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And so that was that was fun. We did sit outside. So we were told that the last couple of media events that they had, like for Pandora and Toy Story Land, that after the event was over, they opened it up to the public, but they didn't, allow, they didn't announce that. So... Emma, Sherry's daughter, was like, well, we might as well just sit around and see. So we sat outside Galaxy's Edge for three hours. Oh, my gosh. So. To no avail. To no avail. I really wanted to see Mickey's Mixed Magic one more time. But, you know, sometimes in friendships you have to give a little. (laughs) So, I mean, we did have a lot of good people watching. We saw celebrities. We saw Brie Larson from Captain Marvel. Um, We saw some Lakers players, which I I don't do sports. So I was like, who? What? <laughs> um, I knew who I knew who Brie Larson was, but um, I don't know how many times that night I heard we have to keep this walkway here. Oh jeez! If you want, you know, if you want to stand and wait, but they kept saying like all the celebrities are being brought out the back way, and then uh, I don't know. Did you guys watch the live stream? Yep. Ginger Z, Ginger Z, yes. the E online. She came in and out of the entrance, so I saw her, but. Yeah, you guys, you can't see into Galaxy's Edge at all, like, from... That's what I saw. I saw the video our um, our boss, Sherry, did, and yeah. she, at one point, she was like, I'm going to turn around and show you. We haven't walked very far in, and it's so immersive. And she turned right. around, and you couldn't see anything but Galaxy's Edge. What you're in, you're in. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Because at land, it, like, kind of curves around underneath the railroad track. And after that, you can't into a t- you go like go into a tunnel, and come out on the other side of Galaxy's Edge. Because she was FaceTiming us when oh, she yeah, went back yeah. in. She went back in to get us some merchandise, and um, yeah. So I wanted a Coke bottle, and then and wanted a T-shirt or something. So she just wasn't sure if she was allowed to take merchandise out or not. So she went back in for us, but she said. Um, Smuggler's Run is just, like, a very immersive version of Star Tours, but a lot smoother. So, I'm trying to think of anything really... Oh, the one thing about Disneyland. Oh, my gosh. I don't do Star Wars, you guys, but Hyperspace Mountain was the coolest thing. I 
I called Cam on FaceTime, and I wish you guys could have seen the face I made. I was like, ooh. <laughs> it, Space Mountain there is totally different than Worlds. You sit, like, two people, and, like, you go up tunnel, and all of a sudden it starts playing the Imperial March. Oh, geez. And you, like, what? just know. And they put, like, screens in the ride and so like it's like pew 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 and you like see the um the lasers and stuff like it is the coolest thing like i legit bought a one day park ticket for thursday so i could go ride it again (laughs) (laughs) wow because it was we cherry and i were trying to go ride it before the park closed but she didn't get out in time and then wanted to go back in and then yeah hyper i I wish that they would bring it to World so bad. It, But somebody told us while we were there that the reason why they don't do overlays like that at World is because land is a lot of local and regional travelers. And so they have to kind of mix it up to keep people interested. But at World... People World go is to like see a, the iconic thing. Right. It's yeah. like a once-in-a-lifetime or, you know, once-a-year trip. And they don't want... You know, they want the real Space Mountain. They want the real, it's a small world. That's why they don't do the holiday version there. They want the real Haunted Mansion. That's why they don't do the overlay. Oh, crap. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We want it. But we want it, yeah. Like, that's that's the thing is that, you know. But they've never done Nightmare Before Christmas down there. So, I mean, that's one of the things. That's one thing I would like to do is go there for the weekend and do, like, it's a small old holiday layover, the Haunted Mansion layover, things like that. Yeah. Because it, it's simple. But um, I still hold very firm to my, if you're going to do land and it's in your budget, absolutely stay at the Disneyland Hotel. That's the Save only, like. you can. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's a deluxe. It, there's only resorts out there. It, you know, I would consider Paradise Pier more of a moderate um, with deluxe pricing, it's across the street. It wasn't actually originally owned by Disney. Um, Disney subcontracted it, and I think in 1995 they actually purchased it. So there's not in places where they've remodeled. There's more Disney touches, but like in the rooms, there's no hidden Mickey's in the carpet or in the shower. Like it's all pretty gener- you know, generic Disney hotel stuff. Yeah, and if you're gonna stay. At the Disneyland Hotel specifically, I know that their club level is out of this world. Um, I got to experience it for just a little bit when I was there in February. So if you're going to do land, try to do club level at the Disneyland Hotel. You won't regret it. But yeah, yeah. and then there's just lots of there's just lots of good snacks at land, too, that world doesn't have. But like the fresh churros, the chimichangas. They don't like us. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I love World, but I definitely have a crush on, on land. Well, that sounds I mean, excellent. That's all we have for this week's folks. Join us um, in two weeks, because Jeff's going to be out of town next weekend, um, for the next episode of the Mouse Life Podcast. As always, follow us on Twitter at Mouse Life Pod or on Facebook at Mouse Life Podcast. And leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud, and we'll see you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life.